Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn and Nick, and with me, I got thrown off there because it's Nick Squared. We've got Nick Gervais of My Monthly Cigars and Fucking Good Coffee. How you doing, Nick? Doing fucking great. How are you, bud? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Cool. So today, we're going to be cracking open the December My Monthly Cigars box, and I have my box right here. It's, uh, I've already, I, I, it is your box. I have already peeled the, the tab. For the Boveda seal of freshness there, because, mm. uh, you know, I don't want to wrestle with that while on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us like to do the do the prep in advance, unlike Gator, who, unfortunately, Gator is not available to join us today because, well, he's down with the funk. Um, I suspect it's Corona, but uh, he, uh, he he insists it's not. Um, but uh, but he's got the funk and not the uh, the good kind. So, yeah. See, funk for me when I hear that just brings me back to college. Okay, with me and my old roommate, we got I won't go any further and say we would say you want to get the funk tonight, and you could just assume <laughs> what that means. Okay. Yep. Okay, That's fun. All right. That's a great story. Well, then why don't we find out what's in the box? I saw you with the box. What was in the box? What's in the box? All right. And uh, cigars, so cracking it. Well, yeah, exactly. We have we have cigars. So we have the my monthly bag here with the cigars in it. But see, there's a bag in my box. There's a bag in your box. That can't be good. You know, it's we, a medical issue. I was gonna say, starting to get into <laughs> medical issues there and everything. So we're gonna million to one shot. Set, one. set that down here. And we got the fancy little Christmas card here. And uh, I gotta ask, I gotta ask, is that Rob Jones? No, but you know what's hilarious is because there's I, I've seen a few of those, and that's yeah. exactly what I thought. <laughs> that is that was Rob Jones, and you know what? It might be. It could very well be. Uh, well, they, I'd never asked him. <laughs> it looks like Rob Jones, but anyway, you know, side work or something. <laughs> I, you know, what I mean, he. I mean, he's definitely bad Santa if that's the case. But uh, so okay, so we got ourselves a box here with four cigars and. We'll go ahead and start with the first one. It is the Grey Cliff Turbo Edition Limitada. It is a 6x50 Toro featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Sumatra binder, Habano seed, and Honduran and Nicaraguan filler. And um, that looks like a nice cigar. So we got that one. That one's very delicious. That's one that I, I thought would be right up your alley. Okay. Then we yeah. have the Villazon Natural. It is a 6.1 by 54 Bellicoso with an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, Colombian, Dominican, and Honduran filler. And then we have the Caldwell Lost and Found One Hit Wonder. That is a Corona Robusto 5 by 43 with a Dominican Habano wrapper, Criollo 98 Binder, and Dominican filler. And then finally, the La Perla Habana. Oh. Casadores, Casadores, Connecticut. Casadores. That's by, what I usually say. All right, five by fifty. Casadores. Casadores. Where did the legacy was born? Um, Connecticut wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, <laughs> and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Um, it's a it's a fancy little yeah, box here. So okay, yeah, buddy. So we're gonna crack open the bag. Which one? Which one do you think we ought to do? Where, where do you think? Well, we I go? think. I'll be honest with you. So, so Great Cliff gets 
sort of a bad rep, I think. And that's why I put them uh, quite a few in the boxes. Yeah. Um, is because I think for the most part, people think, all right, it's just a shit stick. It's not. Um, you may not like all of them, just like any other blend, right? Yeah. So this one, though, I think is right up your alley as far as strength. It's the it's the strongest one in this month's box. Okay. Um, I'm open to smoking that or the Caldwell Lost and Found One Hit Wonder. Although, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's smoke the Great Glyph. Okay. And then people can go to mymonthlycigars.com and go over to Cigar Reviews. Okay. And you'll be able to see Luke's review ah, of the One Hit Wonder. There we go. There He's already up go. and running with that. He, Luke's, yeah. Luke's killing it. He's on top of it. He is killing it. Yep. My, Let me just get mine out of the cellophane. It's my 635 millimeter for those of you who maybe aren't familiar with uh, with Luke and his work there. Um. No, that's great. I mean, yeah, he's been doing a really great job with the reviews. I'll say that much. Oops. All right. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Luke's great. Fun guy to talk to. Um, yeah, we got some things yeah, we, working for the future, and we we tend to trade. We do some more. We tend to trade back and forth memes about uh, Canada, like uh, or, or um, memes and, and little audio recordings, like um, the. Um, Story? Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, story. Reels, reels and shit. On oh, Instagram. reels. No, I you said know. sorry. 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 Yeah. I thought, I thought you said story. story. Anyway. No. Uh, no. <laughs> we, sure. Like ones about like, oh, my uncle left me a voicemail when I got divorced or broken up. Blah, blah, blah. It's 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 funny shit. Sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Well, all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, prep to cut. We're going to smoke the Greycliff Turbo there. And uh, turbo, it's gonna be a fast smoke. Um, and, uh, and so we'll go ahead and smoke that, and uh, we'll go ahead and try. Or, do that. We'll, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't care. All right, we'll prep to cut the scar. Just go online, the, look at it. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And guys, if you are listening to this, it is Friday the 16th, and um. No. No, it is not. What am I it's talking not. about? What day? What? It's it's Tuesday. That's right. We're recording for two. We're recording on Friday for Tuesday. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I'm back, Jeff. <sighs> it's Tuesday the 20, 21st. It's Tuesday the 21st. Right? Yes. I don't know. What day it is. This it? isn't my show, man. No, I'm, it, I'm, I know. I'm I know. It, it's Tuesday the 20th. My God, it's Tuesday the 20th. We're coming at you on Tuesday the 20th, and that means you have four days, because Christmas is not an option. You have four days to do your shopping. And so if you're in the Crestwood, Missouri area, swing, and you've got a cigar smoker in your life, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. He's got some great uh, desktop humidors that have come in, a lot of really awesome ashtrays for all different brands that you can pick up, Uh, a lot of great cigars, obviously, accessories. I mean, if you're looking for something for the cigar smoker in your life, Dan the Man Ponder over there at Crestwood, Missouri, he's got it. And uh, if you are not in the Crestwood, Missouri area, and you still want to get something shipped to you, I mean, by Christmas it might be cutting it close, but, uh, you know, if it's just for you, you can do that, because he does mail order. So give him a call. Dan the Man Ponder, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and uh, cut the cigar. Oh, slightly. Did we nail that? No, you were slightly off. Slightly. Slightly off. Um... Nope. 
So nope, I did it right. Okay. Anyways, all right. Well, gonna go ahead and give this guy a cut, and uh, well, shit. Oh, great! Good job. Just, great job. What does that mean? I just completely just shattered the cap. And you know what I'm gonna do? This is when I'm gonna prove to You're everybody gonna open how much of a douchebag I am. I'm gonna open Jeff's. And I'm gonna he won't like this cigar anyway. I'm gonna take oh, he he would have smoked it on the show. I'm like, it's a good cigar. It's more you you than me. Yep. No, nope. I'm gonna take Jeff's <laughs> right here. He's gonna watch and he's gonna see me pull out his cigar there and fucking steal his cigar. He's gonna watch me. you pull out his cigar from my box. It's gonna be. Yep. It's gonna kill him. I am going to steal his cigar right here in front of God and everybody because you know what? This is what he gets. For being, for being sick. sick. Yeah. And he legitimately is sick. Sometimes, you know, he's taking off for bullshit reasons. But this time, you know, he, I'll, I'll say, you know, he's uh, he is sick. I, I talked to him this morning. All right. I just woke up my neighbors, I think, with that's with those two sneezes. But you didn't hear any any of them. Because you, you have a fancy new microphone there. Fancy for a five-year-old, but I mean, it's working. Hey, whatever. As long as it works. Is it Fisher Price brand? No, like, I wish like, it might as well be like white with yellow trim. <laughs> Tell. There you go. All right, give this guy a cold draw here. Hmm. Okay, what is that? Silence. Um, yeah, I know. I know. It's great radio here. <laughs> Absolutely riveting. No, there's definitely a component to it, and I'm trying to put my finger on it. But the problem is, I had Subway right before you and I got on the show. And so Oof. I'm tasting turkey sandwich right now. Um, but there's something else. Yeah. You know, you, you hate, I know you hate to say it, but it is raisinish. I say, I think it's, it's raisinish. It's got something, yep. some sort of like, not a bite to it. No, it's like sweet that raisiny sweetness, and then but there's it a little flattens at the end. Yeah, there's a little something else to it, but yeah, I, I'll give you the raisiny sweetness. Thank you. You ever right. take you ever take a box of raisin bran? Oh God! You let it sit out on the counter for three months with the bag open, <laughs> and every other day you put it in the microwave for thirty six seconds only, not thirty five, not thirty seven, thirty six seconds only. That's every other day. Okay, okay, for the whole time. Then you take them out and then you put them on a roasting pan in your oven and you roast them at 475 for three hours. Do you take it out and of the then plastic you take them bag? Out. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. You take just the raisins out. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And then you take the, once they're done roasting, you take those out and you put them in a boiling, uh, a pot of boiling water for six minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. After that, what you do is. You get another box of raisin bran, and you eat the raisins straight from that bag, and that's what this tastes like. Sounds good. Okay. Well, Mr. Jonathan and I are going to fire up the uh, Great Cliff Turbo here. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Hay. <laughs> I want All right. Because I want a cigar. So speaking of cigars. You too. So what? You didn't fill up your lighter? I haven't had to. Oh. This big ass tank. There you go. Is. I'm in a I'm in a mood today, man. It's a, it's a Friday, which really doesn't mean shit. Cause <laughs> <still doing laughs> stuff tomorrow, yeah. but I don't know. You got me at a good time today, I guess. Got my coffee, got my cigar, got my new toy. Well, that's good. 
hope everybody um, appreciates it. So, speaking of cigars, you and I find ourselves with one hell of a topic to discuss today. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the Cigar Aficionado Top 25 of 2022. And uh, I know you have thoughts because you've posted a blog post to MyMonthlyCigars.com. And um, I have plenty of thoughts myself. But but before we – but our thoughts tend to focus on mostly the number one, but also three other ones on the list. But we'll uh, we'll kind of get to those. But let, let's start at the beginning here. So sure. at number 25, we have the Placencia – pull it up. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. We, at number, number 25, we have the Placencia Reserva Original Corona. Now – I don't have any problem with this because, I mean, Placencia cigars are fucking lights out amazing. They're great. I like Placencia cigars. So, you know, my only problem there is, you know, you found 24 other cigars that you thought were, you know, better than a Placencia. They better be fucking good, you know. Um, At number 24, you have La Gloria Cubana Classic Glorious. I can't say that I've smoked it. I I probably should have. Sorry. I probably should have just. Had my fans going the right way before we started this. But. See, I don't have my fan on because it's too loud. Whatever. And so, I, can you I, hear mine? No, I don't hear yours. But mine is too loud, Shh. and so I'm Love just going to be smoky in my tent. So, well, my ring light, my new ring light. Well, not new. It came in some cheap box. Yeah, I was like, no, oh, just went out. Let's oh. go. Cool. Right. But you can see me because I have 14 windows in the fucking MMC lodge, you've, and you've, I have you've got your skylight. eight of them open. You've got your skylight. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the neighbors aren't home. There you go. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. So, Number okay. 24. 24 was La Gloria, La Gloria Cubana Classic Glorious. I can't say as I've smoked it. I've had other La Gloria Cubanas. Mm-hmm. They're all right. They're all right. Sure. Um, 23. Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano Corona Gorda. That's the uh, Guy Fieri cigar that Espinosa did. Okay. Have you had that? I have not. I heard it's good. It is good. And I... I probably would have ranked it a little higher. I don't know. I mean, personal rankings, I probably would have put it a little higher. But, you know, it, I guess it is what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, number 22, we have the Tatawahe Kappa Especial uh, Cohete. I'm going to be butchering some Spanish throughout Yeah, this, and I'm so going to let you butcher so all of them. People are going to have to just accept that. Um, I'm not familiar with it. I, I, I mean, I'm familiar with Tatawahe. Not many places in St. Louis carry Tatawahe and uh Tatawahe. You know, I I I I don't I don't I've never smoked it. Number twenty one we have the uh oh uh, Algeria. Algeria? Al- Al- Allegria. Al- Allegria. Allegria Robusto. There we go. I don't know. Okay. Does it tell you how to pronounce them? I, of course what? not. Why would it do that? I'm not familiar. Pron- oh, it says it's pronounced. Nobody knows. Okay. Well. Uh that's another one I'm not familiar with. I can't say as I know that one. I mean, well, it says it has a finish of espresso and sambuca. Okay, <laughs> a long finish of that. I um, I got PTSD with sambuca. <laughs> it's delicious. I love it. I think I I put it. If you never have, um, I highly recommend if you're ever on vacation or if you're just fucking alcoholic or whatever, you want to put sambuca <laughs> in your coffee in the morning. The best. It's so good. Is it fucking black good? coffee? No, 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 nothing is. There's only one thing. But it's pretty it's pretty fucking amazing. Though. Okay. It is right. delicious. Highly recommend. Okay. 
So, number 20, we have the Casa Magna Colorado Robusto. I believe, if I'm right, that is, yep, Casada Cigars. Um, it's been a while since I've had a Casa Magna, and for all I know, uh, it was named Cigar of the Year in 2008, um, and apparently it remains a fantastic cigar today, so, you know, hey, that's good. I mean, I like, Manuel's a good guy. I, I wish him all yeah. the best with that. Uh, number 19, San Cristobal Classico. Um, okay. I mean, I, I, I San know. San Cristobal line is good. I would say that's good. I know I've heard of it. I, I don't, that's the thing. For the majority of these, I don't really have a, have an opinion one way or the other. Um, but we're starting to get into it. So number 18, we have the Brickhouse Churchill. And that one, they went with the, um, Ecuador. Yeah, but it's a Nicaragua. I guess this is gotcha. a sun-grown one. Um, and see, this is an this this cigar is an awesome depiction. I like that it's on here. To be honest, I, at first I was like, "Really, a brick house?" But I do like that it's on here mm-hmm. because it's considered a budget stick, right? And um, people, it's a I'd it's say affo- on, it's, it's definitely eight bucks, a, maybe it's definitely affordable. I mean, yeah, it's it's right, maybe seven right. eight bucks depending on where you're going. I mean, and it's a good yeah. cigar. It's under ten bucks. It it's is. A, it's a really good cigar. Yep. Um, I think it shows that if you don't stick your nose up at these cigars because they're not twelve, fifteen, well, twenty five dollars. Precisely. It's. I mean, like, look the the cigar aficionado. They could have put, um, you know, like a Julius Caesar or one of the higher mm-hmm. end, um, you know, J.C. Newman cigars on here, and they went with the Brickhouse yeah. Churchill. Nothing wrong with the Brickhouse. It's just like you said. No. It's it's more of the 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 everyday working man kind of smoke versus like you know a twenty dollar stick or something like that sure. you know yeah so 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 you know good for CA for for putting a you know a, a quote unquote affordable stick too bad they fuck it up coming up at seventeen and sixteen starting at seventeen starting at seventeen sixteen yeah Start, seventeen back to back. seventeen we have the Cohiba fifty five Anniversario Edition Limitada twenty twenty one um that would be a Cuban um Cohiba and um yeah this uh this cigar do they even have oh look at price zero 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 they don't even list what the price is no on their website there um how come whereas on the brick house seven dollars and sixty cents so you know exactly Hmm. so so Hmm. so yeah exactly so so let's just Let's put a pin in our in our in our thoughts regarding the Cohiba fifty five. Move on to this number sixteen, the Romeo y Julieta uh, Liana de Oro Nobles. Julieta. This is a forty two. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not even in dollars. It's a forty two euro. Forty two euro um, cigar. So that's about approximately like three thousand and eighty five dollars, right? I, I, something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's. So, I think my math is correct. Something like that. So yeah, another mm. cu- another Cuban. So now we're at we're at two Cubans out of uh what nine nine cigars uh, listed there, no, or ten? Got to get real 10. Cubans. No, yeah, two out of ten. So we're now at twenty percent of the list is is Cuban as we've gone. Hey, real through. quick, can you yeah. hear my? You can't hear my fan. No, I can't hear your fan. Awesome. I feel like it's so loud. Okay. Nope, can't hear you. Cool. Feet. So, no, number 15, La Polina Goldie uh, Laguito. Laguito, number two. Um, it's a $23 cigar. I mean, it's uh, uh, out of the El Titan de Bronze factory. 
And, but you know uh, what will happen is people will buy it. Yeah. Because it's on this list. This list is, and we'll talk about it more in a little yep. bit, is highly influential. It is. And it's a big deal for brand owners. Now, me personally, I've never had that cigar. Nope. Would I go out and get it? Maybe, maybe not. But there are people out there that read this list that are going to say, there are okay, people, I got to try everything on you. There are you know? people that seek out the entirety of the list as best mm-hmm. they can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number, what is this? 14. Number 14, the New World Dorado Robusto. Um, that is uh, one of the A.J. Fernandez New World cigars. And um, is that his most recent New World? I don't know. Because um, we, ju- we, that- we just got in the most recent one at Riverman uh, not too long ago. And uh, I'm, I, I'll be honest, I can't remember if that's the most one, uh, the one or not. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if it is. I doubt it. Um, the new world line is, is, is great to begin with. I mean, I, I don't think I've sure. ever had a bad new world. To, so I'm sure it's excellent. I mean, they're describing it as uh rich layers of caramel, orange peel, nuts, and espresso. Mm. So you got that going on. Nuts. So number 13, we have the Hoya de Nicaragua, um, uh, and 1970 Churchill. Um, another reasonably priced cigar, $9 and 75 cents. Um, and, uh, you know, good, good on them for that. Good, 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 you know, congratulations. Again, I don't really have a whole lot to say about some of these. Number 12, we have the La Flor Dominicana Oro Chisel. Um, never had that. It's a good cigar. Number 11, we have the EP Carrillo Pledge. Oh, uh, Apogee? Opogee? Apogee? I Apogee? Don't know. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. So I'm too, I'm too white to be able to, to pronounce. I'm assuming things. this is a Vitola. It's six and a quarter by 58 ring gauge, uh, $15 cigar. Um, okay. Apparently they're describing it in their description and they basically say, you know, he did all this with this cigar, you know, where could he go from here? And the answer was obviously take it bigger, took the plan, uh, blend, beefed it up to a 58 ring gauge resulting in a bold smoke full of cocoa powder, black pepper and hickory. Um, so this is the pledge. This is the pledge on steroids. On steroids yes. And okay. apparently the pledge on steroids was enough, uh, was too much and went from number one to number 11. So you got that going on. Um, yep, don't do steroids, kids. Nope, don't do steroids. It, it shrinks you. Unless you play high school sports, then you, no, don't do it. <laughs> but you got to stop before college. Um, got to get that scholarship. Yeah. Number 10, we have the Arturo Fuente Rare Pink Vintage 1960s. Series sophisticated hooker. Um, look, it's it's cigar aficionado all over the place, dude. Right? I know, right? Look, it's cigar aficionado. There has to be a Fuente in the top ten. I I feel like there's rules to this, you know. Okay, and uh, unspoken, of course. And, and here I am speaking them, but I feel like mm-hmm. you can't have a CA top twenty five without uh, a Fuente in the top ten. You want to know something funny? What's Did that? you mention that? What's that? I look at last year's list uh-huh. right now. And there's not? Number 10 is the first one. Number 10. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. So I'm going to look up the year before to see that. why you do this. Okay. Okay. Now, number nine. I was, sh- I was shocked. I was shocked. I was happy because I have touted the praise of this cigar for quite some time. And I'm happy to see it get some recognition. Uh, number nine, we have the Romeo He Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua Churchill. I smoked a Toro, but that's the blue band, uh, uh, Romeo He Julieta, the one that AJ Fernandez blended. 
Fucking great cigar. I smoke yep. the shit. That's your jam. I smoke the shit out of that cigar. In fact, if I were to post a picture of every time I smoke that cigar to my Instagram, um, you guys would it, it would be like eighty five percent Romeo and Julieta, Reserva Real, Nicaragua, and then everything else. I mean, it's just one of those ones. It's it's one of my absolute go tos. Um, I smoke it in the car all the time because I always have a very consistent burn with it. And I know exactly what I'm getting flavor-wise from it. It's a great cigar, and I'm happy that it got some recognition. Um, FYI, the 2020 list, mm-hmm. Fuente Fuente Opus X was number two. See? I'm telling you. Fuente's always in the top ten. Speaking of another mm-hmm. one that always is in the top ten, number eight, we have the Padron 1964 Anniversary, Anniversary Series Principle. Padron always makes the top ten, I feel mm-hmm. like. May it, it may, I could be proven wrong, but it feels like Padron is always right there in the hunt. Well, in the last three years, it has been. Yep. And the thing is, I don't necessarily disagree with that because I feel like Padron, dude. If you want us, uh, you want to talk about consistency and stability. Padron is your brand. You know, like you, when you pick up a Padron, you know what you're getting. You know, um, agreed. And. Uh, and sometimes Wednesday also shows up in 2019 top 10. And some, and sometimes it's not always flashy, you know? Like I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I was I think it was you. I was texting with you and I was like, you know, what won last year? And we and neither mm-hmm. one of us could remember that it was Pedroza that, that won the top spot last year. And you know, that's not to take anything away from Padrone, but it's one of those things that it's like you just kind of always assume Padrone's so good that you're like, yeah, it's a good cigar. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it necessarily. I'm going to say this. I don't necessarily know if Padron benefits from the top spot. You know what I mean? I think it can't it's, hurt him. It can't hurt him, but I don't know if it helps him nearly as much as other brands. Like, let's be real. When aging, sure. when aging room won the top spot, what was that? Uh, three years ago, or something like that. Eighteen. The, the Quattro. When when uh, eight, Hold on, I think it was eighteen. Sure. I, no, eight, 20? 18 was the EP Carrillo Encore. 20 was the EP, EP Carrillo Pledge. And it was 19. 19 is when. Uh, 19 Aging was Room. Aging Room Quattro. Okay. So when Aging Room. Padron was two and Fuente Opus X was eight. There you go. So I, okay. feel like, I feel like when Aging Room won, I feel like that was a big boost for Aging Room. Where, oh, for sure. Whereas with Padron, I feel like it's one enough that. At this point, like I said, everybody's kind of like, yeah, Padron makes awesome cigars. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of expected, you know? Um, I feel like E.P. Carrillo boosted significantly with his almost back-to-back wins, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was a huge boost for E.P. Carrillo. Um, sure. But, but Padron, I don't know if they get quite as much juice out of it. But um, number seven. Well, we the, the, I think the, the biggest one recently, number one, was uh, the Andalusian Bull. Yeah. But what they did with that, you know, if I remember correctly, was really smart. They, a lot of what times what happens is when they get the number one cigar, these these companies will just fire them out and they come out shit. Yeah. After they're done, they're great up until they have to do mass production on. Yep. Them. Uh, the bull you couldn't get anywhere for a long time because they said we're not rushing this yeah. thing. They yeah. played it the re- they played the game correctly to the point now if you see them in lounges. At least me, I try to pick one up because they, I know it's like 
I'm not going to find it maybe next month if yeah. I want it. Well, that's true. And they do fly off the shelf when you do get them in. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Now, number yeah. seven, we have the My Father Le Bijou 1922 Churchill. Boy, they're really in love with the Churchills this year. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know. My father's always in it, too. I would say. They're always in the top 10, I think. They're, they're, uh, them and Oliva. Yeah, well, okay, we're getting to them. So, number wow. number six, we have the Alec Bradley Black Market Churchill. I'll admit, that one came out of nowhere for me. That's a good smoke. And actually, is, we had the Black Market it, in the box. No, it is a good smoke, but I feel mm. like it just kind of came out of left field. Like, that one surprised me when it when it popped up. I was like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that that's the garden. You know, maybe it's there to show proof that, look, this is a blind test. Like, mm-hmm. it is the blind taste test. It's what they enjoy and what they rate based on no bands, you know, which, yeah. which is nice. I like the way they, I like that they do that, but we'll talk about it more when we get to it. All right. So number five is your Oliva. It's the Oliva Siri V Churchill Extra. I, you know, I don't think there's a top 10 where you don't see Oliva popping up here lately. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like last year. I don't know how many 21? years back you can go, but. So the Melania Maduro was in the top 10 it last year. Feels like Oliva's always represented. 2020. Yep. Number eight. Uh, 19. This is riveting. 19. I, uh, number six. <laughs> uh, number eight. 2018. Look at that. Number eight. Okay. 2017. We'll go one more. One more. We'll make one five more. years. Five years and is that going to be the year? Number that... two. Oliva oh, B. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the number year that, two. that busted the trend. Okay. Check this out: 2017, number three, Oliva V. Number two, Padron 26. Number one, Fuente. <laughs> Eye of the shark. Yeah, tell me there's not trends. Um, so number four, we have the Hoyo de Monterey Elegantes. Now that one is Cuban. 25 pounds. Oh. 25 euros for that cigar. So we're up to three. So we're up to three now out of, uh, what, 22 cigars. So, mm-hmm. you know, the they've done, they brought the percentage down. Uh, number three, we have the Davidoff Nicaragua uh, Diadema. Um, mm-hmm. That one is... Good cigar. Six and a half by 50. I You know, I do love the, the Davidoff Nicaragua. Most Davidoffs yeah. for my palate tend to run a little light, um, but the Nicaragua and the uh, the late hour, I do like both of those. Um, but with the Davidoffs, the tobacco is so good, and everything, the experience of the smoke, as light as it is uh-huh. for someone like you and myself who like the heavier stuff, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I've ever had a bad Davidoff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't think I've ever had a bad one experience-wise. Maybe I didn't like the flavor so much yeah but the thing burned properly oh had a nice draw totally They're always well put together look i mean it was a cadillac for the longest time right and, yeah. it, and it's it hasn't shit the bed no not at all good. um now that's a brand i don't know if i i don't feel maybe you have the list in front of you um is that one a frequent top 10 cigar well, i don't know if davidoff makes the top 10 as frequently as some of the others do not in 17. It just feels like, I don't know. They might they might pop in there, but I don't, it's not like a given. Because wasn't it 
Davidoff that originally people were like, hey, oh, advertising, blah, blah, blah. But didn't they bail years ago? I could be totally I don't off. Know. I don't know. Um, but not nothing in 18, 19, nothing. Not 19. We'll go to 20. And nothing in 20. All right. So, yeah. In 21. So- nothing, I don't think. I'll okay. check. So Davidoff makes the top 10 for the first time in, what, five years? At least, yeah. So, yeah. That's as far back as so, we go. That's good. So, number two, we have the Rocky Patel 6060. And, um, boy, I... <sighs> Excellent smoke. I, I it, love that. It is. I think it's phenomenal. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm, I find it very interesting that Cigar Aficionado went with a 60 ring gauge for this cigar for the number two spot because okay. you know because bigger cigars tend to be divisive amongst people in the cigar community you know i mean i i, I you know you got 60 tends to be the breaking point you know you got people that that maybe are willing to go up to 60 but not past it you know maybe you have people that don't want to go to 60 i just i find it interesting that the 60 ring gauge uh was where it went um i don't know I don't know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, good cigar. Um, and can, you know, poor Rocky, the guy hasn't won cigar of the year. I think he's come in second place twice like this. Um, you know, and yeah. and I, I, you know, I probably should have uh, looked this up. The last time he won second place, um, did he lose out to a Cuban that year as well? Oh, are you saying he lost out to a Cuban? This year, so yeah, so the number one is the Cuban H Upman number two. Um, it is a cigar measuring six and one eighth inches by 52, um, with Cuban filler, Cuban binder, Cuban wrapper, um, Cuba, 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 and uh, the price point on that is 32.2 pounds or euros, whatever. I think that's euros. Um, that's 45,000 American dollars. I could believe it. Again, if my math is correct. And um, they have quite the write-up on this. And uh, boy, guess what? It has a floral quality, just like all Cuban cigars do. Um, you know, I just... I, anyway, all right. I Well, that's where we are, right? Yeah. So, so that's where we are. So the number one spot goes to the H up and number two uh, from Cuba. Now... Here's where you and I are going to give some thoughts because I have thoughts. And... Okay, I have plenty. But first, let's backtrack. Okay. Two things. One, okay. to answer your Rocky Patel question, 2016 came in number two with the Sun Grown Maduro. Okay. Lost to the bull, the Andalusian mm. bull. Fair okay. enough. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right? All right, never mind. Okay. I, so I... that's fine. I was confused. So okay, so that's true. Still, bridesmaid is is not as fun as being a bride. No, definitely not. I heard, right, Jeff? It's what I've heard. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. Is Jeff going his bridesmaids a bunch of places? I I, I don't know, I Jeff. Don't, Jeff, don't know. you answer that question. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So no, I feel I feel for Rocky now. One can make a solid argument that Rocky now holds the number one cigar in the bulk of the smoking world, given the fact that, uh, you know, you can't get the H Upman, uh, in the United States. Fair. Which in your blog post, you pointed out just how small 
the rest of the world is in comparison to right um the United States in terms sure. of smoking and I'm actually bringing that up right now so um, so I can tell you so basically what, what our what our what our gripe is because Nick and I have talked about this throughout the week <clears throat> or throughout the past couple of days sorry past 48 hours um I have a problem with, with the Cuban first of all being on the list yep yep uh I think it should have its own list and going into your point about accessibility within the market it's the global market yep. itself the global market itself as of um the beginning of this year or middle of this year the numbers i got it's a 21.38 billion dollar global market for cigars mm-hmm. out of that only 500 million plus like 560 ish comes from habanos okay which is all the cuban cigars yep that's three percent of the market three percent Think about how small of a cottage industry the cigar industry is compared to everything else, right? Yep. That's basically what Cuban cigars are. So for me, until they are more highly available and readily available to the consumer, I don't think they should be on this list. I think they should have their own list. I don't think you should get rid of them because they're still interesting. People still smoke them. It's still a product people can buy outside of the US. That's true. And let's so I get and, that. and and in all fairness, you know, we discuss cigars from Nicaragua, Honduras, mm-hmm. the Dominican, all sorts of other places. You know, if we right. were going to try and make the stance that, you know, we're in America and we only need to talk about American cigars, then we would be talking right. about JC Newman and nobody else really for the most part. And right. um, right. you know, that's uh so so I agree with you that if if the cigar aficionado wants to discuss Cuban cigars as part of the overall cigar market, then that's that's their prerogative and that's fair. But given the fact that this list, look, this list has economic impact and economic power on the cigar industry as a whole, especially in the United States. Where the I would hazard to guess the bulk of the readership for Cigar Aficionado is based, and given the fact that it has such a large economic impact, um, I do think that they should be conscious of that when crafting this top twenty-five, and they should leave out. Um, they should do a separate list for Cubans, like sure. you're, like you're saying. I agree. Well, it, it, and the reason I say that is because of the size of the market. And the the availability of them, right? Mm -hmm. That's the reason why I think they should be separate. I understand, you know, what they're doing as far as, okay, it's all cigars. Let's include them all. But again, you can't, I can't see, I don't want it to come off like we're bitching and moaning and complaining. Like, "Ah, I don't want, I don't want to see a Cuban because I can't get it. But this is such a highly influential list. Like you said, financially for manufacturers, for lounges and shops yeah, because it's consumer driven. Yeah. Manufacturers read this because they want to know, did I make it? And you've seen the posts. Look, even Rocky the other day, Hey, we're happy to announce like, and it was all over their social media. Uh, even, um, uh, Oh God. Uh, 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 I saw Raphael Nadal was, was posting about his and he, he was in, I think 22 or something like that. Yeah. No, still look, being on the top, being on the top 25 is a big deal. And they all, yes, they all trumpet it and they all promote it and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, it has something, it is something to be 
to be um, awarded, you know, uh, right. by the magazine. But yeah, you're right. I I just I I don't. You're don't right. call yourself cigar aficionado when you're a lifestyle magazine. That's another gripe I have with the magazine. If you've read a, an issue lately, oh, seventy five percent of it is watches vacation yeah. homes that only one percent of the world can, can afford pop and, culture and, entertainment shit yeah and big and what do they do they have cigar aficionado on the on the cover so you think cigar they put a, a celebrity on the front with a cigar and 80 percent of that story isn't mm-hmm. about cigars it's about the celebrity do they always though I'm I I'm thinking back. Of the time. I would say the bulk of the time, the cigar, the 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 celebrity on the. I'm not going to do it on this cigar. on this issue. No, 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 no. But like, I'm just saying, like the majority of the time, they probably do. But like, they don't. All I'm trying to think. I feel like there's some where they don't necessarily always have the celebrity with a cigar in their hand. Um, I'll have well, to go. I mean, that I can't say. That I can't say. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking of one cover in particular, and I can't even remember who's on it. But it's like a man and a woman, and I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, that's not relevant. Man but, and a woman. Um, you know that thing from the thing and the man and the woman. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> hey, well, no, you're making fun of me, but it's not too often that you have a couple on the front of cigar aficionado. But, but my point being is, yeah. with this is, is how it's an how influential the list it is, and the manufacturers are excited to hear this. Because it creates that domino effect, right? So it's consumer driven. Okay. Consumer wants wants this list, waits for this list every year. And I, I want that cigar. I want the number one cigar. Going back to what my point is about the bull, right? Couldn't get it. Yep. Because they weren't manufacturing it. Um, look what happened with the uh oh God. There was one, I think it was Alec Bradley. Was it uh was it the Prensado? I don't know. That came out was number one, and it just like slowly just declined in quality, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it was not as good as it was when it came out and it got such a high ranking. Um, but that domino effect, so it's consumer driven. You as a consumer wants to go find this cigar. Where do you go? Your shops, yep. right? Yep. You go to your local shop. Shop doesn't have it. They lose and the consumer loses. Yep. Now you're going to go to the, the shop wants it. Okay. Hey guys, we got to order it. Uh, I ordered it uh, already. I got 10 boxes coming in, whatever they're allotted. Now it benefits the manufacturer. It benefits the lounge and it benefits the consumer. So everybody wins. Yep. You put a Cuban on there. Nobody wins. Nobody, nobody wins. wins. Now I understand. Listen, except the Cuban, go- except the in- Cuban government. Well, sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you go into that, but um, I- <laughs> well, no, I, I, I look, I, not to get super political about it and everything, but sure. like, um, please don't. But I do think it's bullshit. And, uh, you know, it was what? Was it this year or was it last year? I th- when was it that we had all the, the, the uprising? The people were uprising and starting, you know, in Cuba. And Pretty making... sure it was right before COVID or right at the beginning of it. But the point is, Sounds about right. relatively recently, we were, you know, having to, you know, see watching the people in Cuba trying to uprise against the government and, and, and try and get some freedoms and, you know, that sort of thing. And... You know, everybody's all like, oh, yeah, you know, this is great. This is great. And then here comes Cigar Aficionado praising, you know, Cuban cigars. And sure. and and you have that going on. And then additionally, and this is another thing that I have to say. Um, so, so you have all these manufacturers who, in their personal histories, either themselves or their families, have been completely fucked over by the Cuban government. You sure. know, they've lost 
you know, family farms, family plantation, whatever. They've lost everything, had to start over fresh. And, you know, maybe it's not this current generation. Maybe it's a couple generations back. But the point is it happened. And how do you think it makes them feel, you know, when their cigar is ranked on a list below a cigar put out by the communist government that took everything away from them? You know, I mean, Manuel Casada, I believe their family lost a lot or everything in Cuba and and whatnot. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember. I, again, all this is off the top of my head. But, you know, these, these manufacturers, they, they, have, they have a history. And I think it's really shitty to include those, I don't know. And you and I, I I'm wrestling with this because, as, as we pointed out, you know, may, Cuban cigars exist. They probably should be acknowledged by the magazine. But at the same time, fuck it. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. like for right now. Given the situation, this is why I don't want to go to Cuba on a vacation. This is why I don't, you know, I don't buy Cuban cigars in, in whatever means I can. It's like, I don't want to support that shit. And, and sure. it bothers me when I see the magazine, you know, putting it out there and saying, hey, not just this Cuban that made number 17, not just this one that made number 16, not just this one that made number four, but this one that made number one. Now you have four cigars mm-hmm. out of 25 from Cuba. And they're promoting it. And I just I just think it's irresponsible. Right. I get it, the blind test. But look, here's what's going to happen. Cigar aficionado stance is going to be a simple one. They're going to go, we don't give a shit about making political statements. We're not here to do that. We're here to talk cigars. We're here to rake cigars, number one. Then they're going to say, we're in 40 different countries, which they are. True. You know, cigar aficionado is in 40 different countries, probably multiple languages, et cetera. So they're not just a U.S. print magazine. It's valid. But again... But again, let's avoid this by just giving it its own separate category make, make separate and satisfying that pocket of the market, that 3% pocket, yep. and then the larger 97% of it. Yeah, You know, I get it. But it also tells me, too, that, okay, if it's a number one, then there's nothing going on with, you don't think, with the, the rumors of, okay, the advertising is what gets you on the list. Now, you know? let me counter back to that. So I almost wonder. I almost wonder if this selection was was strategic. I you that that was a lot there. I don't know what just happened there. So um counter. I think you said counterpoint. Okay. So um I, I did. Okay. Okay. So I almost wonder if this selection was exactly to counterbalance what you just said. You know, there's plenty of accusations out there that cigar aficionado advertising um, by the manufacturers. In a sense, you know, essentially, for all intents and purposes, the accusation is they buy the spot on the list by buying, you know, very expensive advertisements in the magazine throughout the year. And look, there might be some data that has been put together that maybe can show that there is, I don't want to say a correlation, but look, if there's not a correlation, then there's definitely some, uh, some, there's smoke. I don't know if there's fire, if that makes sense. I see you, you can see smoke, but you don't necessarily see a flame. But what I will say is that, boy, putting a, a Cuban cigar on uh, in the top spot kind of definitely is something they can point to and say, we don't sell the top spot, you know, for advertising. Um, because look at the look at the uh, H up and number two, you know, they Habanos doesn't advertise with us, you know. Sure. 
So so maybe it's strategic. So you're saying they did that on purpose, which to to throw everybody off that scent of advertising pays for your spot. And I also have to wonder, you know, Cigar Aficionado, you brought up earlier how it's a lifestyle magazine. 100%. And I feel like in terms of maybe well, look, I th- I think you can definitely there's there's anecdotal evidence that can prove that Cigar Aficionado's um juice in the industry has maybe been uh, been diluted a little bit. Um and and what I would say to that is back in the day you could walk into a cigar lounge and they would have copies of Cigar Aficionado available for sale. And mm-hmm. now they would sell out. They would sell out. Super fast. I, I don't know any lounges in my area, at least, that even have them for sale, much less, you know, sell out. I mean, they have them on the, and the lounges I go to, there, you see them because they're a state. Well, yeah. They're, and they're, the they're on the subscription's so cheap. Well, you know? okay. So they're on the coffee table in the back sure. for you to flip through, but it's not like anybody's buying it. Um, right. And then, uh, but it's a $20 expense for the lounge for the year. If so it's the, not that bad. If they're paying for it. See, that's the other thing. And I don't have those numbers fully finished and everything like that. But I've been analyzing the last four years of Cigar Aficionado's um, uh, publication numbers, data. Oh. And um, let's, just put it to, let's just put it this way. The, uh, the free distributed copies have increased significantly over the okay. last couple of years. So... I, I wonder if they're blasting copies out to the lounges just so they can have that presence on the coffee table and not necessarily the sales. Um, Barnes and Noble, you know, how many of those are even left in existence in the United States? Maybe I, you know, let's just, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. But the point is, Barnes and Noble, you go into there when a new issue comes out, they maybe have three copies, four, you know, depending. Yeah, but, but Nick, everything, you know, the same thing you've done with your paper. It's all, it's gone digital. So there's the digital subscription that makes it life a lot easier, all right. cheaper, less expensive to print. How many, how many right. digital subscribers do you think Cigar Aficionado has? So you know all this already? Oh, you, yeah, you I know it already. Okay. So you should have timed this out with the uh, JFK files release here. <laughs> well, you know what I should have done? <laughs> I should have had the spreadsheet finalized and put together before you and I sat yeah. down. But uh, life's been yeah. super busy, and I haven't been. How's your cigar, it. by the way? Uh, fantastic! I'm at the halfway point of the, well, maybe about the halfway point of the Great Cliff Turbo uh, Edition Limitada, and it's been good. It's been very consistent. Um, yep, great draw. I've had no burn issues. Great draw. I mean, the strength is like it's not heavy, but it, it's 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 close to a full, but in flavor. Slight. I feel like it's very. Very flavorful. Slight bit of pepper on the retro hail, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, but not a bad retro hail. I mean, I am not hacking up a lung or anything like that. Um, I had to hit it with the lighter just now because I've been talking too much and it was right, to right, right, weighing out. But um, but no. So going back to the the digital, how many? How uh, many? I would say how many digital subscribers do you think Cigar Fish now has? Paid? How many paid digital subscribers? Paid do you think? forty. There, I believe they're in forty countries. Uh, I don't know, two hundred thousand. Oh, buddy, my way too high. You're way too high. Really? I mean, even wow, that's a lot for that's that to be too high. Well, forty. If I'm saying two hundred thousand, that's what fifty thousand a country is. What I'm right? My math right there. If I'm saying four hundred thousand, no, 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 no. That'd be five thousand a country. Forty countries. Yeah. But I'm saying four hundred thousand. 
four hundred thousand divided yeah, by fifty thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. would be no. It'd be eight countries at fifty thousand. No, no, whatever. Four hundred thousand divided is, by fifty. The by point forty. That's a hundred. That's a oh, thousand. Okay, no, no. All right. So yeah. So yeah. one way off. All right. Well, how many do they have? Three thousand and forty total worldwide. That's what they're claiming on the most recent distribution report that I looked at. The one that was in the November December 2022 issue, the most God recent damn. issue, three thousand and forty, three thousand and forty, just paid for, digitals, paid digital subscriptions. Now, just for perspective, the O'Fallon Weekly, my newspaper in Little O'Fallon, Illinois, with a population on the sign when you're driving into town of over thirty-two thousand yep. people. Yeah, I have um, over one thousand. Paid I've been out there, folks. There's nothing out there. I have over, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Over, I have over one thousand paid digital. There's not that many people there. There's not that many people there. I'm talking a, about a county. What? No, my town. Is it your town? O'Fallon, Illinois, has a population wow. of thirty-two thousand plus. Yeah. Wow. Jeff's county has a his county has a population less than that. So when Jeff talks about his newspaper and blah 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 and all that that he's doing. My new my town has more people in it than his entire county does, just wow. for perspective. But anyway, crazy. But no, think that about, is wild. Though. Think about that for a minute. Cigar aficionado, massive magazine, been around since the nineties and all that. Yeah, three thousand and forty digital subscribers, paid digital subscribers, and I have over a thousand. Do you know the, the paid magazine subscribers? Uh, I do. I do. Well, hang on. Because let's not forget, they also have the this distribution to the you know whether it's the CVSs and and all those stores that carry magazines too. Oh, I can give you all that information. Grocery too. stores, all that kind oh, of stuff. Hang the, on. the airports, they they probably have every airport in the country. See, yes. So, um, all the Hudson News as it has those. Paid you know, so that that distribution's got to be right. pretty good. So this is the the 2022 issue, okay. Paid and requested outside mail subscriptions. So that would mean outside of their county where they publish. Um, If you go with total paid and requested circulation, the print is sitting at 212,569. That's in the U.S. only or that total? That is total. That is total. Wow. Um, Why are my question is, why are they giving this information? They have to. See this. I'm I'm, I'm giving I'm giving away the secret sauce here, but I'm I'm gonna oh do boy. this. So, um, <laughs> in order to for a publication to get a cheaper postage rate, to use the periodical postage rate mm-hmm. by U.S. Postal Code, they have to publish an annual statement of ownership. And within that statement of ownership, you dic- you spell out everybody who has a, uh, an ownership stake in the in the publication, and then you have to give your um your postal information and you have to break and they request and they tell you you have to break down how many copies you print how many copies you give away how many copies you know are paid how many digital subscribers you have how many complimentary digital subscriptions things of that nature and you have to then say your total circulation and they have to by law print this in the new in the publication every year and uh if you don't do it or you're not aware of it, then you'll never mm-hmm. know what it is. But because Jeff and I have to do it every year for our newspapers, well, I look for it and I saw it and 
I've gone back over four years worth of it, and I'm currently putting together all the data so that I can break down, you know, the trends and all this it? kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know, but I have, but I've got it. And you know, I will say, you know, digital subscriptions uh, for Cigar Aficionado they did go up in 2021, which um, makes me think. Oh, I lost it. There you go. Um, I did uh, think that uh, maybe COVID in 2020 had an impact on 2021, but then, you know, it went up right back down down to where it was in 2020. So digital subscriptions are not, they're they're not doing big digital numbers. That's crazy. I didn't think it'd be that low at all. So yeah, 3,000, 3,040 is what they're claiming. So I was closer on the print. Yeah. No, well. Hmm. Well, I mean, regardless. To yeah. my to my whole point about all of that is that when you think about how many cigar smokers there are and everything like that, you know, cigar aficionado, it's 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 out there, it is what it is. Um but uh I I do feel like because maybe they're more of a lifestyle magazine, I think maybe as a general rule, people kind of dismiss the majority of the time they dismiss um the magazine they it it doesn't have the juice it maybe had back in the 90s and in the early 2000s sure but the list the list still matters the list is the one thing that that magazine does every year that i feel like people still give a true shit about and you know they want to know what's on the list they want to know that top cigar you know, even if they don't read a single issue of Cigar Aficionado throughout the year, they at least want to know what the number one cigar is. It's kind of like the Oscars. People don't necessarily watch the Oscars, but people know, oh, that one best picture here, you know, Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris of Rock. Pe- you know? Right, but there are groups of people that have Oscar parties because they are interested. And Movie buffs are interested, and they, that's the same they, thing they, with they, this list. Exactly. They spend the whole month leading up to the Oscars watching every single Best Picture nominee and all that kind of shit. It's the same mm-hmm. concept. You're right. And I just I feel like giving the Cuban cigar the top spot, I, it, it was – Look, they took the they took the legs out from underneath every brick and mortar shop in the in the uh, United States by doing this. They they took the legs out from all of the consumers that were excited about this list and look forward to it and want to try it. And they and and I don't know if it's a simple matter of this just happened to be the best cigar that they smoked, but or if it's some sort of like you know look at us we can get the cuban shit and whatever else i don't know mm-hmm. but it's just it it just bothers the hell out of me and i'm and i'm just yeah. really turned off by it and well you know what if i'm rocky if i'm rocky i'm excited because i got the number one cigar right now that most people can get so cuz everybody's going to go out and go i can't get that one why don't I get the number, and number that's, two cigar? And, that, and that's what they're going to do and you're right and that's where rocky patel needs to basically just like say look you know what it, for ninety seven percent of the smoking market, uh, cigar mm-hmm. smoking market, I'm the number one cigar, and I need sure. to just trumpet the hell out of that and get the uh, get the sixty sixty out to everybody and go from there because um, that's the way it needs to be. And I feel like every brick and mortar shop, you know, should consider bringing in. They should be the, able to uh, have them. They should be able to at least consider bringing in the sixty sixty and telling their customers, you know what. No, I can't get the number one cigar because, 
you know, it's a communist regime and our country's not doing, you know, business with it and whatever else. But I can get you the Rocky Patel 6060, which is the number two cigar. And in my opinion, fantastic and whatever else. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, most novice smokers anyway, newer, more less educated smokers in the industry or, or two cigars in general are going to come into a lounge and say, do you guys have the number one cigar of the year? And then they're going to learn more. Yep. And that's awesome too, because it's going to educate them on, Oh, well, what's the point of having that number one, if I can't get it, Precisely. you know? Um, but again, you know, Scar Aficionado's stance will probably be, we're not going to make a political statement here. You can get it in just about every market except for, the U.S. And hey, right? so maybe it's a situation fine. of all press is good press because let's be real, mm-hmm. people are definitely talking about the magazine. They're definitely talking about the list. We're doing and a show about it. Right I now. would say that they're probably getting a lot more attention for this list and this top spot than they did last year's. Um, for what it's worth, yeah. I I you haven't know. had time to to really dive into what other people are saying. You know, I, I put yeah. up the blog posts for it. You know, it's and, and I even titled it what I was thinking in my head. You know, is cigar aficionados top twenty five uh, top cigar of twenty twenty two is a Cuban and it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's disappointing in general for for the industry as a whole. That's what what I that's what got me. Yep. Now lists are lists. We're never going to be able to. We're ne- they're there for a reason. And nobody's ever going to agree with the entire list. Nobody's going to go. That's the perfect twenty top twenty five list. Yep. That's the perfect top five list. Except the person who posted all it. Yep, exactly. Right. They're all going to be different. So, you know, we can't fix a list, but we can fix what qualifies to go on that list. Yep. And in this case, my opinion is separate them. That's all. I'm not saying get rid of them. Yep. Because you can't. You can't. Cuban cigars are a part. It's like American Pie, right? In yep. Baseball yep. to America. You've got Cuban cigars are a part of cigars. Yep. And they should be there. There's no reason to get rid of them. I've got nothing wrong with Cuban cigars. I've got nothing against A. Chapman. I got really I don't have anything against CA, you know, uh, to be honest. It's just like anything else. I could turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. But I, I felt like I wanted to say something about it because I thought it was a good discussion point. Yeah. You know, and it turned out you and I were talking about Look, it. We're just we're doing a whole hour and a half on it. I was you know? it is a good which discussion is great. point. So I think it helps, and it's educational too, because that's part of really part of what MMC is trying to do, or what I'm trying to do with it is educate people on cigars themselves, not just okay, this is what I like. What else is out there? What what happens in the industry? You know, like I, I'm a, I'm kind of glad it happened. It's annoying that it happened, but it's almost a, a good thing. Yeah. You know, gave us content. That's for sure. Well, speaking <laughs> of content. Show you with the box. What was oh, in the shit. Box? Wrong button. Well, we know what's in the box. Guess what, motherfucker? All right. Well, it's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And uh, by the way, for everybody who's wondering, why didn't I just do Ask the Boys? Um, Ask the Boys is going to be on the Friday show, assuming that Jeff is still not down with the funk. Um, we, uh, we, got the funk. we, we were got planning it. on doing the Christmas Carol contest reveal today, but for a couple of different reasons, not the least of which is that we're recording this on Friday and you technically still have until the, uh, well, I said you had until the end of today to get your, uh, your carols in. Um, we are going to push back the Carol playing until the Friday, the 23rd episode, um, that way it's a little closer to Christmas time and it gives you guys a little bit more extra time to get your carols in. So, 
Um, I know I was saying that they had to be in by end of day on Friday the 16th, but now you can get them in by end of day on what would that be? Monday the nineteenth. You got until get them in. You got get them until in. Monday the nineteenth to get in your Christmas carols. You got to do a carol or a Christmas poem story or whatever that mentions the cigar pulpit as well as at, uh, my monthly cigars and uh, fucking good coffee. And uh, you got to call into the hotline area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. And the voicemail cutoff time is three minutes. Don't go two voicemails. Just do one. Anyway, you know what? Even if you want to tell, uh, it doesn't have to be a parody. Tell your own Christmas story. I don't give a shit. Exactly. It's got to be fun and funny and and worth a vote because your peers are voting for it. The parishioners group's going to vote for it. Exactly. So, and they're brutal. Trust me. (laughs) They'll let you know if it sucks. They will definitely let you know (laughs) if it sucks. Um, So, all right, it is now time for three cigars that we smoked to enjoy this week. And are you prepared? Are you ready to go? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, what am I? What do I look like, Jeff? Well, that's true. All right. Well, I will let you go first. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aladino Corojo Reserva had one of those actually yesterday. Yeah. Um, Fantastic I love cigar. that cigar. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. Um, I hadn't had one in a while because what I've been smoking is from the box, really. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes I'll, I dive into the humidor, and while I want to go for something else, I continue to smoke what what's going to be in the box because I, I want to know what, about it too. So, um, but yeah, so that was good. That, that's my first one. All right. Uh, my first one is one that I smoked the other day after um, recording the show for Friday. And it was the leaf by Oscar uh, Corojo. Um, I actually had that sitting around. It was part of the cigar authority show pack and I didn't smoke it with the show. So um, I went ahead and smoked that on my own. And, you know, I don't, I don't go to the Leaf by Oscars nearly as frequently as perhaps I once did, and it's no, like, knock on the Leaf by Oscar. It's one of those things. I know it's a fantastic cigar, and you just kind of get distracted elsewhere, and then at some point you realize, man, I haven't gone back to that cigar in a while. And um, so when it showed up in the Cigar Authority show pack, I was like, oh, cool. I haven't smoked one of these in a while. Mm-hmm. And I finally and I cracked that thing open, and, man, it just smoked wonderfully. It's just such a great cigar. Um, mm-hmm. no matter which wrapper you go with, but the Corojo was really good. I agree. Uh, second one for me was the, um, diesel wicked witches brew. Mm. So that one is the one those are on the email list. Uh, saw that we, we got those in, uh, around Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, had a few extra sitting in, in the humidor. So I grabbed one of those. Those are really good. I'm a big fan of the diesel line. Okay. Um, I haven't had a bad diesel. I don't think ever. And they're, they're, they're AJ Fernandez. So it's hard to go wrong on that side. That was really good. There you go. Plus it's been sitting there for a month. So <laughs> two months. So it's got a little bit of extra age on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my second one is one that I smoked over at Riverman the other day. And it is the uh, Agonorsa Leaf Signature uh, Media Tempo. The uh, okay. the It's got the signature band, but it's got that gold foil around the uh, the foot of the cigar. And I just, I, that, that cigar, I love it so much. It burns so cleanly and evenly. The flavor on it's amazing. And I just have such a wonderful smoking experience with that. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel to mention that, you know, my first one was, of course, JRE Tobacco Aladino 
studio sponsor. It, it, it is indeed. And you know <clears throat> that's where you missed Jeff. And you know what I forgot to mention? Um you mentioned That's where we're coming from? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I mentioned I I think I did I don't know, whatever. I have the stinger at the front in order to make sure I cover that. But um the thing that I want to uh to mention there is um so I had put together at the request of Javier, I had put together a uh uh advent calendar for Pinky of different cigars. Um, they do their family, they do advent calendars every year and, you know, she got him like a bourbon one and whatnot and everything. And so, um, he wanted to do a cigar one for her, but you know, he didn't know cigars all that well. And, um, you know, oh, whatever sorry. else. Javier. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I was like, there's no Javier I know from Aldino. What the hell are you yeah, talking about? No, no, no. this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ha, ha, Javier. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pinky. So um, I uh, so I put together this uh, advent calendar. I picked out, he told me to pick out 15 cigars. So I picked out 15 different cigars. And uh, one of the ones that I got her was the Aladino Corojo Reserva, but I got her the number four size. And um, she smoked that, and she was just raving about it. And that was one of the ones, out of the ones that I picked out for her, that I was like, okay, this is either going to go really, really good, or it's going to go really, really poorly. Because, you know, it might be a little much for her smoking, you know, palate and everything. But, man, she she enjoyed it. So, I'm glad. Cool. Look at yeah. you. I know, Put- right? curating stuff dude i'm apparently killing it like from what i've been <laughs> i've been i've been getting updates because he's giving her a cigar a day basically and so she doesn't know what she's getting and so every day i get a message from her like oh my gosh you're crushing it on this and blah blah blah, and everything else so i'm happy hmm. speaking so. of pinky remind me after we're done with this segment I, i'm gonna take over her uh fun fact mm, okay today how's that sounds, all right sounds good. uh Third cigar for me uh, was from, again, something I pulled out from the, the humidor, uh, just kind of a grab and go, Yeah, um, was the Rocky Patel Sun Grown from the United, here we go, United, United Cigar Bar, um, again, back in October. So they've been sitting there for a bit. Um, I was always a fan of that cigar to begin with. And uh, it's just, I mean, you could tell a little bit of a difference with the, with the box press compared to... Um, the regular round. So, yeah. uh, another good cigar. All three of those were awesome. I mean, the edge and then, uh, the, uh, Cameroon. So solid. So again, United, uh, Oliver. Nice. I'll see. I, I can't dude, we're going to see everybody. Uh, we'll talk about that after too. Uh, TPE. TPE. That's coming up. Yeah. Yep. It's coming up. And then my last one that I smoked this week, I also smoked it over at Riverman. I had a lot of cigars over at Riverman the other day. Um, my last one that paycheck. smoked over there was a Padron. It was a Padron in the uh, Thousand Series, actually. I believe oh. it was, uh, what is it, maybe 5,000? It was the, it was huh? a Toro size. I always get the, the Thousand Series kind of make. I know the 6,000 is a is a 60 ring gauge, and that, that's how I know that. But it wasn't a 60 ring gauge. It was, it was just Toro size. Huh? But... Uh, you know, in the natural and just, you know, it's like I said, with Padron, whether you're going from the thousand series up to the, the highest dollar anniversary, whatever one that they've put out, you know what you're going to get. And they're always good. They're always consistent. They always draw well. They always have an amazing burn line. They smoke wonderfully. And the flavor on it is always consistent. You know what you're getting. And I, I, I don't smoke Padron probably as much as I, as I should uh, and and would like to because it it's one of those ones like I said I kind of overlook it in the humidor sometimes because I'm always like ah it's Padron I know what I'm getting there and I want to go somewhere else 
but man, it just stood out to me the other day. I and I smoked that, and it was just fantastic. So there you go. So that's, that's my third one. That that's that, right? That's that. So um, why don't uh, you go ahead and give your Pinky's fun facts since she's not here? That's right. So now it's time for the Pinky Fun Fact. God, he had to use, that's where the reverb, the echo. <laughs> I knew the echo was going to come into play somewhere, but I didn't know where. So that's where the echo comes into play. And maybe that could be a drop for it. Um, <laughs> so, fun fact. Chainsaws were... I've shared this with you previously. Oh, okay. Chainsaws were originally used... Oh, God. To cut pelvic bones during birth. Jesus. To get a baby out. <laughs> uh. I think it was in the 1700s, uh, right around that time. So, so yeah, I think that fits with Pinky's fun facts. There we go. Well, hopefully we've <laughs> moved past that crazy birthing process. Yeah, I don't think we need chainsaws in the delivery Imagine room anymore. That. But. Yeah, that that's, that's oh, looks like you're uh, you're dilated. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse, you want to give me that oil that thing up for me? Your doctor comes in with a giant beard and red flannel, and he's a just ready, coat? ready to go. You know, <laughs> like oh my he's god, he's got the fucking shield that comes down. He's like, I don't want to get any blood on my face. Oh this is my, weird. Oh my god, uh, I don't want to get any placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, ew. What, what happens if they fucking? I wonder if they ever nicked up. No, I'm getting sick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll stop with that. So. Maybe that's why people look so weird back then. <laughs> they're all, like, they're all walking yeah, around after, weird. Have their heads cut off. Like, I don't know. They hit a nerve or something. With that chainsaw. Chainsaw. Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> that um, works. That works. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into the United Cigars? One must go. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. All right, so it's time for the United Cigars One Must Go. And since we are rapidly approaching the new year, I figured we will do a One Must Go of New Year's Traditions. Okay? So, New Year's Traditions. Now, there's four technically listed here. Um, I feel like two of them are very similar. So, I'm going to throw out all four. You and I can debate whether or not we want to combine two of them into one before we do this. Okay? So the first one is New Year's resolutions. Then we have the New Year's kiss. Then we have New Year's Eve countdown. And we have watching the ball drop in Times Square. I feel like the watching the ball drop and the New Year's countdown is essentially the same thing. It's just, are you watching a ball drop or are you just doing the countdown? But I, I, you know, I don't know. I could argue that they're different. Okay. Because I can tell you why. Because, I mean, you can watch it on TV. Yeah. Or you could be squished like a freaking sardine at a party and have to have a piss bucket <laughs> at time in Times Square because you can't go to the bathroom anywhere. Okay. I always watch that every every year we watch it. I'm like, 
who in their right mind wants to stand there? They oh, gotta get there, dude. The people up front, like at the gates, you know, they're, when they're I've I've been told stories about people wearing diapers at that and everything. I mean, it's just disgusting. Right, you have it's to. It's just disgusting. Yeah. How do you get backwards? I'm 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 gonna go live. Fuck it. I'm going okay. live. I'm going live on Instagram right now while we do oh this. How's my that? God. All right. So let's do it. Um so which New Year's tradition are you getting rid of? The resolutions, the countdown, the kiss, or the ball drop? Okay, so just for the Instagram live audience, in case anybody wants to show up, probably nobody. But what we're going to do is the one must go. There is, what is it again? The it's New the Year's New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. The New okay. Year's Eve countdown. Okay. The New Year's kiss. And watching New Year's the- Eve countdown. New Year's Eve kiss. And watching the ball New drop. Year's Eve, New Year's resolution. And watching the ball drop. Yes. Okay. Okay, um, hmm. I'm going to get rid of the Times Square New Year's watching the ball drop. Now, now, because are you of get- that, because of that purpose only. So you're getting rid of it on the prospect or the premise that you're there and watching the ball drop. Yes, you're not yes. saying like, but what if you're like at home and watching it on TV? If you're at home watching it on TV, that's fine. That's fine. So I'm going to get rid of, so we're doing the United One Must Go. I'm recording with Nick Miller for Scar Pulpit uh, for Tuesday's episode. Uh, one yeah, Must they Go. Can't, they we'll, can't hear me on Instagram. They can't hear you. Yeah, so, so that's why I'm like repeating it. One side that's of the conversation here. So. <laughs> um, one Must Go. So I would get rid of watching the ball on New Year's Eve in Times Square because I'm not peeing and pooping my pants. Okay. That's valid. I don't want to stand there all day. Well, it's no, not worth it. that's valid. Now, you know, I would agree with you. There's no way in hell I want to do the Times Square thing. Um, but I feel like that one's a little, I feel like that one's easy. So I'm going to kind of personally discount that one because that's like the obvious, like one must go. Like you're right. There's no way. I don't want big crowds. I don't want to wear a diaper to, to Times Square and everything. So yeah. I'm personally going to go with New Year's resolutions. Because okay, I'm, I'll do that too. Yeah, because because in terms of New Year's resolutions, look, every year I say I want to lose weight. Every year I want to say I want to read a book a week. You know, blah blah blah. You know that kind of shit. And I never get around to it. So it's like at this point in time, I just tell myself, yeah, I'd like to do that and whatever. But like, I'm not going to make a resolution out of it. Yeah, um, I'll go with resolutions as well because. What happens is you can do, for me, you can do those at any time of the year, right? Exactly. So why make it, why make it the first of the year? Precisely. I know you're supposed to be kicking off the new year strong and whatever, but I kind of, I, and I also feel like that's kind of bullshit because it's like mentally you're giving yourself permission to eat like shit throughout Christmas and whatever. And it's just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. So. All right, so we're getting rid of resolutions. One must go. go. The one must go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. All righty. Well, like I said, guys, there is no Ask the Boys this episode because we're going to do the Christmas carols on the December 23rd episode. So be looking out for that. But you can get your carols into us by end of day, Monday the 19th. Now, we've extended it for three more days, so you have a little bit more extra time to get your carols in. And you can do that by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. 
Um, we are on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. And we're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Personers group. That's where you're going to go to vote for your favorite Christmas carol. So you're going to want to get in on the group so you can take part in that. We're also on Twitter where I really don't do much of anything. You can watch this on YouTube and I've already given you the Ask the Boys number. Nick, where can everybody follow you for My Monthly Cigars? Every, <clears throat> excuse me. Everywhere My Monthly Cigars. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Nick G, my, my Monthly Cigars on Facebook. That's my personal page so follow me there or friend me there whatever you want to call it um you can find me in the parishioners group on facebook and uh i'm actually starting to uh i know you mentioned it the other day i'm starting to use twitter a little bit more okay um i'm gonna start uh doing that a little bit have a little bit more conversations i just started up the uh the fucking good coffee um twitter page again i I started that in 2001 okay. and haven't used it until last week and I immediately got restricted. So that was fun. Thanks, Elon. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so just kind of a little bit more, trying to more conversational on that. Um, and and uh, you can find me at uh, the best coffee out there, obviously, the best fresh roasted coffee you can get. Uh, roasted to order at fakinggoodcoffee.com. That's F-A-H-kinggoodcoffee.com. And uh, speaking of Twitter, I have to say that I saw something on Twitter yesterday that I prayed was real, prayed it was real. And it was, and it's one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen. I had not laughed that hard in so long. These Trump cards are fucking amazing. Have you seen them? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God, he, he did you see he had this major announcement per, uh, for yesterday? I think it was uh, he was prepping this major announcement, I guess, on Truth Social or whatever. OK. And the major announcement was that he got his own Trump cards. They're NFT cards. OK. Forty five thousand of them available, sold out in like 12 hours. He generated for over four million dollars because they were a hundred dollars a piece yeah nick these look like the worst fucking photoshop jobs you have ever seen the best one is him like this on a friggin elephant <laughs> these are what, he like, is like, an astronaut like he's a cowboy like trading he's cards got, yeah like nft trading cards He's a cowboy. He's an astronaut. He's got one like where he's a Superman and he's opening his chest and he's got fucking lasers coming out of his eyes. Jesus. They are hilarious. They are absolutely one of the funniest things I've seen in so long. It made my week. Please, dear God, look them up. Um, and I, I'm sorry if you bought one because uh, <laughs> all of this stuff. Now, the, I'm reading more and more about like the NFT market and how it's a real and I'm not saying this is what he did, but but it's a really easy way to launder money <laughs> is by wow. going through this market. So I'm not saying he did it, but it's kind of funny, you know, the scrutiny that he gets and all that. But wow. but regardless of the political views, I, I never take a political stance on either side because I don't have a dog in the fight. These are comical. They are absolutely I'm not even joking when I say it's the funniest thing. I was almost crying when I saw him riding a fucking elephant. All right. <laughs> and someone paid $100 for it. 
Uh, oh, I could do. You could have sent me hundred bucks, and I would have sent you a fucking drawing of an elephant and me for, on top of it. For the life oh, of me, I I just that's another. I don't understand NFTs, but okay. I mean, I got to get your your your. I need your reaction live on the show for for this. This it's it's so good. It's so bad. It's it's good. It's like it's like Baron just took a Photoshop class and fucking decided, hey dad, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> Look at what I made you, daddy. <laughs> hey dad, check this out. What did I learned today. Uh, um, oh my god, you like so elephants? You're Republican. Uh, you like, oh my dad, god. look how strong you are. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta send this to you. Who's the? Is it Nestor? You're- Nestor Miranda? Is he the hunter? Isn't Nestor Miranda the? Oh, I don't. I, I maybe I think I so. Yeah, feel like love that, a big game. Exactly. I feel. There you go. You get a picture of Nestor Miranda shooting the elephant. But Nick, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I just sent you the <clears throat> the elephant one. Oh God! Please look at that, and I need a live reaction there right now. Is. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my God! I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea if this is coming through. I'm gonna see if I can get mine up my... there. Oh shit! On. What did I do? I switched I'll the see if, camera. I'll see if I can get mine on. Oh, that's much better. Oh my god, that is unreal. Oh my goodness, <laughs> is that not amazing? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me with these. Holy these, shit! It made my week. Look at this one, Trump World. He the uh like the Hollywood sign. Oh my Trump God. World. God. Nick, when you zoom into this, yeah, and you look at this belt buckle, it's his face on it. Oh Jesus! It's un and his bolo ties is forty five. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, so good. I just and you know. There's another one I love. This one right here. He's standing in the drained bay where the Statue of Liberty is. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What the hell? It's like a post-apocalyptic war zone, and he's just there, like, look at me. Like, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Like, <laughs> Tiny thumbs. I did this. Yeah. Look at, <laughs> oh, my God. I, got his, I don't know. If he, oh, God. Oh, this one's good, because he's got the tie. Like, he's got real fast on that elephant. Oh, yeah. No, the tie's blowing. You know? It's like, yeah. We're flying. I got to make one of... Oh, my God. I just figured it out. Oh, just clicked. Uh-oh. I'm going to make one of those... And I'm going to post it to the parishioners group only. And you're all going to shit your pants laughing. Oh, so no. Take a piss. Take a dump. Take, to do whatever you got to do before you look at it. Because I don't want to be responsible for any dirty laundry. Oh, my God. I just thought of the greatest one for that. All oh, right. It's going to be so good. And I think you know what it's going to be. I have an idea. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to do it probably right after. Are we celebrating we with Kale? <laughs> I figured. <laughs> <laughs> oh good oh so good. my god i All mean right. come on how <sighs> i like that idea though you if know not for nothing dude the guy to me is it's people think i'm like a big trump fan mm-hmm. because all i do is i laugh at his stuff and i'm like that's great when i say that's great i don't mean it's great i'm saying like you know that's like when someone says that's bad it's that's good i'm saying like that's out great there. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is ridiculous. What what blows my mind is someone thinks about doing this, then it's got to go through a line of people. Go, let's put it out. Someone makes a final decision, says, "Let's put these out," and then at the end, someone says, "I want to buy one of those." 
Give me a break, dude. Come on. I want to know if you bought one, please, dear God, tell me you bought one. And don't lie. Dude. <laughs> I saw things too uh, on Twitter. People were like, I bought them, but I don't have access to it. It went to some crypto wallet that I don't have access to. So they can't even get they them. They can't even get it. Oh my God. So good. So, so good. What makes you think? What president does this? His video, Nick, that announces it, it's like an infomercial. It doesn't surprise The video me. Is, is just as good. He's like, it's me, Trump, your favorite president, better, most liked president, better than Lincoln. It's no, like, what? what you- the <laughs> Lincoln freed the fucking slaves. <laughs> I mean. What's that? Lincoln freed the fucking slaves. I, I mean, know. good God. Oh, my God. That's All right. Amazing. All right. It's tremendous. We're going to do big things. A lot of people are talking. <laughs> A lot of people talking about these NFTs. Dude, I'm in the final third of my Great Cliff Turbo. Uh, final third cigar and whiskey lounge, Ingalls, Indiana. Broccoli Robin crew over there. You're going to want to swing on by. He's got a fantastic cigar selection, fantastic liquor selection. He's got all kinds of great barrel picks and everything else coming in. And you're going to be wanting to definitely keep an eye on Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in 2023 because I know Rob's got all kinds of great things coming in the new year. Uh, what do you... what? what what are you getting final thoughts on the great cliff as we're in the final third? I got, I got to move on for the Trump thing. That's just so fucking ridiculous. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a good cigar. Uh, makes me feel powerful. Like I'm riding a fucking elephant. Mm. Like it's just, <laughs> it's, a, it's um, a huge flavor in a very small cigar. <laughs> it's, it's, we're doing big things. We're do big things. A lot of people are talking. A lot of people. A lot of people are talking. About it. Oh my God. Uh, his affects are amazing. Oh. It's just, it's so fun to listen to him. Grab, um, grab the, you can't take anything serious. Grab the cigar by the, uh, wait a minute. I don't think it's, uh, I do have the Smoking V cut. I do, of, I do have a V cut. So I guess I can grab my cigar by the V. Oh, nice. <laughs> taking the cigar, grab it by a V. Jesus. You know, right by the V. Christ. A lot of people, oh. a lot of people grab him by the V. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing big things. Big oh, things. Um, you know, for as serious as this episode has been up to now, this is where this we is finally good. get into pulpit territory. This is what people tune in for. <laughs> this is what people want. Oh my God. This is how you close it out. You're going to listen for a long time. Long time. You listen, you wonder, hey, well, what's he going to talk about? Talking about cigars. A lot of people are talking cigars. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna hope. Speaking of Rob, I'm hoping to get out there for his. Uh, I know he's looking to have a party. Yeah, his uh, uh, one year anniversary should probably be early March because that would be when yep. he opened. And uh, right I know after uh, TPE. Oh Jesus! It will be right after. So TPE. that's all yeah, right. That's so like that's why I'm looking at maybe I'm gonna be. I don't know. Definitely going to P- TPE. We talked about that. Yes. I, um, yes. I'm booked. Everything but flight. Uh, um, same here. Jeff and I are booked. Everything but flight. And flights are uh, crazy. Flights are crazy. We I've been looking, and uh, it's going to cost about three hundred more dollars this year for us to fly out there than wow. it did last year, um, unless yeah. uh, unless some deals come through. But I don't really anticipate that happening. But I'm it's trying all to right. fly direct. We'll, we'll, oh, we always you fly know? direct. Yeah, no, sure. Um, all the directs from here suck. Like that's the, that's yeah. why I haven't booked yet is because the times for the direct. Yeah, it's just not a mess. Like I like to get there Tuesday. You know, from I talk like I've been every year. You know, last year was great to get there Tuesday, get the credentials, get all that, get out of the way. It's going to be another shit show for us to where we're getting there Tuesday at like 
fucking seven thirty in the morning or some bullshit to, oh, to wow. where we're flying out of St. Louis at like six something in the morning. So it's going to be another one of those. And unfortunately, and keep in mind, the last time that happened is when, uh, well, we won't get into all the details. Yeah, of that, you guys but, had but a mess. It was, right? uh, it was a mess. But yeah, um, you know, I, like I said, I won't. Mess get was huge. It was, it was huge. It was the biggest mess in the history of mankind. You heard about it. A lot of people were talking about uh, it. They were actually. That's the <laughs> fucked up thing. But yeah, so um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping to avoid that. Well, but see, we're not splitting a room this year. This is the first time. The Jeff and I will be traveling, and we will not be so broke as poor that we can that we have to split a room. Uh, you got your own room. I have my own room for TPE this year, which means you I don't guys. have I don't have to put up with Jeff pissing in the fucking tub and Ballers. you know ripping ass into the bed and all this kind of. I wow. mean, like this is I'm I'm excited. This is going to be a good time. I'm going to be able to have my own room and uh, spread out and enjoy it. And he can just destroy his room, and that's on him. That's on him. So. Wow, yep. big ballers, gonna big ballers. Going to be a good time. Good for you so. guys. Good for you. But, uh, All right, well, I guess that's what 150,000 downloads does. Good I mean, yeah, right. It's like, what can I do with Doing that? big things. <laughs> Take those downloads to the bank, you know, but uh, yeah. People said we couldn't do it. People said we couldn't do it. We did it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said we couldn't do it. But we did it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Nikki said, you gotta act oh. fast because they're gonna sell out. I believe, they're and they gonna did. Go quick. They did. They did. I, know. I mean, forty-five thousand of those things went in under twenty-four hours. I think it was even twelve hours. So wait, there were forty-five thousand different NFTs. So, yeah, like because an NFT is is an individual. Like, yes. So like, number of were there the, the forty-five thousand different images? No, no, no. There's probably like fifteen or so. Is my I, I don't know the exact number. But I mean, I've seen him. He's a cowboy. He's an astronaut. The astronaut one is, is hilarious. Okay. Uh, he's like on a ranch with a fucking dog, holding a dog. Like, it's just, they're ridiculous. They're comical. I mean, you saw the elephant one is my favorite. Yeah, but, the elephant I mean, one's good. So It's so good. It's, okay. it, it's, 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 it's awesome. Made my week. All right. A lot of people bought him. A lot of people, they sold out so fast. A lot of people enjoyed it. All right. Well, there we go. Jesus. All right, folks. Well, we gave it to you. There I'd it is. Say, um, That's the usual show. I uh, took you us know, long enough. Like I said, final thought. I really did enjoy this great Cliff Turbo. It yeah, the, good smoke. the strength on it, it did pick up in strength. Um, you know, it it was I'd say a medium in the beginning, but as I've gotten mm-hmm. to the end, the body on this has definitely picked up quite a bit. There is still a little pepper on the retro hail, not oppressive. Um, you know, I'm not hacking up or anything like that. I've done it once or twice and it's, it's been nice. And, uh, yeah. you know, but no, it, it this has been a really good smoking experience. Good. So, yeah. So, and then get to, uh, mymonthlycigars.com and check out, uh, the cigar reviews, check out Luke's review on, um, by the time this comes out, it should be up on the uh, lost and found, uh, one hit wonder. That's a light looking smoke, yeah. but it's so packed. It's packed with so much flavor. Okay. Uh, that that and this are my top two cigars from this box. So, Perfect. So another well, good year, another good year, and I appreciate everybody from MMC, all the Team Cigars members, all the parishioners. Everybody's been awesome. Looking forward to uh, twenty three, and it's just going to be even better. So, all right, growing and growing, man, growing right. and growing. There you go. 
Well, guys, before we close out, once again, I want to reiterate, you have this weekend to get in your Christmas carols and stories. Uh, You have until end of day on Monday the 19th now. And then make sure you join the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group on Facebook so you can vote on your favorite. We're going to be playing those on the Friday, December 23rd episode. Nick? No mail-in votes. No No mail-in votes. No (laughs) mail-in votes. No, we're we're not fucking around with mail-in votes, so... Nick, thank you so much for taking time out. I really do appreciate it. You got it. All right. See you soon, Jeff. Well, this has been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. (laughs) Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Oh, God. It's fucking huge. You guys are talking about how long the song is last time. I told you that every time I listen to it. I know. know. Well, I should be starting it. Tighten this shit up. I should be starting it a little sooner so that, like, you know, whatever. But, yeah. This is one of those things. It was never a big deal when I just tacked it on to the end of the file. Right. You probably still could. I could, but, you know, it's so much easier just playing it at the time itself. And then that way I just... The editing time for the audio thing has gone down significantly. The video is the thing that adds to time. Uh. uh, Because what I do is I take the audio track from the audio version and I lay it over the video so that it sounds better. So, Hey, what's your stance, Serial Guy, on uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I was at Costco last week, bought a big box, the two bags. Yeah. Almost gone already, and I oh never my, eat cereal. Oh my god! I actually am on my last box of. I bought the uh, the monster cereal at Halloween time, you know, and okay. uh, I'm down to the last box of that, which uh, happens to be the fruit brute. It's the werewolf. It's the cherry cereal, and mm. uh, boy, you know, I I love those cereals. I wish they were out. Yeah, I don't get into it. Oh, Count Chocula is yeah. an awesome cereal, man. I love Count Chocula. Yeah. Last year they did that Monster Mash one because it was like an anniversary or some bullshit. So they put like, um, it was like Count Chocula and Frankenberry and the 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 Booberry and the the all together. All it was like all in a cereal and and it was a lot. It was a lot, but uh, it was good. But it was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, cool. Nope. Well, that was a good Easter egg, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, cereal. A lot of people, a lot of people had the Monster Mash. Yeah, exactly. It was good. <laughs> Some people said it was good. We knew it was good. Big things. Big things. All right. Take it easy, man. I really appreciate it. Adios. All right. See ya.